0: All right, it is time for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity, and we're going to talk to her about what is going on out there this morning because there's a lot to talk about. Good morning, Lori.
1: Good morning. How are you, Simi?
0: I am good, thank you. How are you doing with the markets out there?
1: Uh, good. Markets are up this morning, continue, uh, continuing a strong four-day green run. Uh, we haven't seen that for some time. And so uh, investors are definitely uh, happy with that news because we saw a low, obviously, in, in September and, and even just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, and now things are moving in the right direction. And this is what we've been talking about for some time, Simi. The markets appeared to be oversold. Uh, and there's a, a few reasons why we're seeing markets uh, turn around here. Okay, like what? What reasons? Well, part of the balance is, of course, midterm elections are coming up in the U.S. Often markets uh, continue to move higher after the election, regardless of the result. But really, what we're seeing here, why markets are in the green is really to do with the earnings season, right? We've seen a lot of positive earnings uh, as of late uh, with a lot of a lot of companies, wide spectrum, Visa beat, GM beat. Um, we saw Coca-Cola beat. The airlines are beating expectations. Again, albeit that the, the bar has been set fairly low. Low coming into uh, third quarter earnings, uh, however, it's great to see that companies are, are really doing well in this environment, or doing better than expected in this environment. And so, I I think that uh, the kind of investor sentiment is going to continue uh, for some time because even we saw some of the big tech names report and it wasn't as rosy as one had expected, uh, such as Google missed uh, both on top and bottom line. And we saw Microsoft as well give kind of a bleak outlook. Uh, and those stocks were down yesterday after market. However, you know a lot of the weakness this morning got bought up uh, as investors are looking past this.
0: Okay, now, you know, I've talked about the companies that are doing really well, like the airline industry seems to be doing well, a lot of earnings, you know, doing well, except it seems like for technology.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. As I was saying, Microsoft and Google, um, you know, they dropped the stock dropped. But again, longer term, I mean, Microsoft, uh, you know, has billions of dollars in cash, they're going to survive this. And again, what's really important is just looking forward to uh, where the central banks around the world are going to be right, and we saw Bank of Canada today. Uh, you know, big news. Uh, we knew that they were going to increase rates, but they increased rates um, less uh, than we had expected. at yeah. fifty basis points, as you guys just reported here on air, and um, and so that's po- that's very positive because we're closer to the end of this tightening cycle than the beginning. And markets are very forward-looking. So markets aren't going to wait until central banks actually pause to start moving higher. Uh, The idea is, as if we know there's only one or two rate increases left um, in this cycle, uh, then markets and investors are going to jump on that. And we could possibly see a very strong rally in markets. So this is why it's really important for investors to look forward and not look backwards as, as, you know, what, what has happened in 2022 in terms of the markets and look forward. And again, You know, they are saying that they're seeing weakening in uh, certain areas in the economy and the housing market being one of them. You know, you and I have talked about that and um, consumer and business investment is softening and Canadian exports are also weakening because, you know, other countries' demands are also kind of coming down uh, with interest rates going uh, higher. So there's a lot going on, but I would say what we've seen in the past week and a half um, is definitely positive.
0: Okay, so it seems like from what you're saying then, Lori, then the markets can see the kind of almost like the light at the end of the tunnel here.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying, Sam. I, and I think uh, I was even talking to the team about that recently. Um, you know, when we see light at the end of the tunnel, you have to start putting, and again, we have had cash on the sidelines um, almost throughout the year, putting some of that money back to work. That doesn't mean all in one day. It just means, you know, start looking for some of those deals out there because uh, seeing some of these high quality blue chip dividend paying names come down as, as much as they have. Um, again, you don't get that opportunity very often to, to pick some of those stocks up at much lower prices. Again, we're waiting till earnings come out on particular companies so that we know that their outlook is fairly positive before um, adding them to client portfolios. And again, we're going to be You know, on guard for next year because we want to see again with the uh, rate increases, whether in Canada or the U.S., what kind of damage that's actually going to cause to areas like the housing market. And again, it's it is down already, but how low is it going to go? Because that could be sort of a part two to this situation if it's not handled with care by the central bank. So again, this is the idea of being an active manager we're able to go in, we can get out, raise cash. So we don't have to say, you know, in a year or two years, this is where we're going to be because frankly, nobody knows that. So by being proactive and dealing with the news that we have at hand today, we're able to make decisions for client portfolios.
0: Okay. And I know we always talk about retirement and getting things set up for retirement, but if you're a business owner right now, Lori, and you're thinking about, you know, selling your business or retiring, I would imagine that's a lot of uncertainty for you to deal with.
1: Well, we deal with a lot of business owners and uh, I often bring in, uh, um, I always call her financial planner extraordinaire, Cindy uh, David with me as well. And and we often are sitting across the table from business owners and and hopefully earlier uh, than, you know, a year before you want to sell your business, usually, you know, three to five years out is ideal. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, after COVID didn't realize they actually did want to kind of sell their business and, and look at retirement. So until you have a real financial plan, it's it's hard to do that. And and the first thing you have to do is, you know, what is your company worth and who are you selling it to? I think those two um, facts are are very important when deciding to sell a business and look at retirement. Uh, Because what's going to happen, a lot of business owners don't have large portfolios. Uh, where they were gonna draw income from, they sell their business, and that is the the big lump sum they're gonna have, their big nest egg for retirement. So again, that has to be properly managed. Uh, we create income portfolios from that lump sum. And again, they have to think, you know, how am I gonna make that transition? A lot of business owners end up staying on board for a little while, depending on who they're selling to. Um, you know, maybe they just don't work five days a week, they're working two days a week for the next two years, just to make sure that transition is smooth. Um, you know, and how how are you gonna plan your cash? cash flow going forward, you know, what you need to live on in retirement. And again, this can, um, you know, uh, proper professionals around you, accountant, lawyer, financial planner, portfolio manager, we are the ones that are going to help business owners figure out that number and whether it's possible. And um, and they may have short term goals, you know, they may want to buy a cabin or this and that. And so those are things we're looking at. And again, even, you know, including your spouse, um, even though uh, some spouses aren't involved in the day to day running of business. Many of them are involved uh, and have been involved since, uh, you know, the beginning when this baby yes. was created. So you need to make sure that they're included. Where we always have everybody in the room. And uh, as I said, making sure that you have a good team of advisors around you uh, and and having people help you through that transition is going to make it that much easier when you're selling your business. But again, it's not as easy as some when retiring because right. they've created this, they identify with their business. So it's important, to, again, to uh, to talk it out.
0: Also, that ob- objectivity, I think, must be very challenging when, as you say, it's your baby, it's your business, you started this, and then you probably have a number in mind for what you think the company is worth versus what perhaps an independent evaluation might come to.
1: Well, exactly. And and also selling your business to a family member or a senior employee versus, you know, a third party, that makes a big difference as well when evaluating your business. And so we've just seen so many different um I guess sales of businesses happen uh, and, and usually it takes longer than people expect. I'll say that as well. And so it's important to, uh, to think about that uh, when, when looking to the future and making decisions, again, if you start with a financial plan and figuring out also, um, uh, at the same time, what your business is worth, who you're going to be selling it to, who are the prospects out there, uh, and then uh, and then put that for sale sign up and uh, and go with that and and it, like I said, that next stage into retirement doesn't always mean just retiring. A lot of people end up, some people uh, end up starting another business. It, you know, it really depends. Some people like to retire fully. Uh, or they'll find uh, lots of things to fill their time with. But again, it, it, it is a little bit of a more delicate transition. Let's put it that way, Simi, when business owners are selling their business and moving into some sort of retirement.
0: Right, that was, that's kind of delicate for you to deal with, right? Because you've also got to remember how they're feeling about their baby.
1: I always do. I always do. You know, it's uh, retirement isn't um, like everybody's skipping to the exit door. You know, and that doesn't just mean business owners. Uh, some people have been working. You know, where they've worked for thirty years, they have built up their career uh, or they're professional in a certain field. They're recognized. Uh, they're a part of something, right? And it's almost like they're giving up sometimes uh, some of that social circle, whatever that may be. So. It's always important for a financial advisor to listen, to, for clients to be heard when they're talking about these sorts of, you know, hopes, dreams, fears and concerns going forward. Uh, because, uh, you know, there's no cookie cutter approach here to retirement. Everybody's different and unique. Their family is uh, and and how they're going to uh, achieve a, a successful retirement as well. So
0: true. Lori. thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Simi. You have a great day and a wonderful week.
0: You too. That is Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can actually contact her team directly. You can give them a call, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.